0: Let's go to John chapter 4 this morning. and uh, Let's stand for the reading of God's word if you're able. If you're not able, that's fine. But let's stand. Chapter 4, we're going to begin in verse number 3. He left Judea and departed again unto Galilee. And he must needs go through Samaria. Then cometh he to a city, Samaria, which is called Shachar near the parcel of the ground that Jacob gave his sons Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being weary with his journey, set thus on the well, and it was about the sixth hour. That's not six o'clock in the morning. That's high noon. It was hot. For the disciples were gone away unto the city to buy meat. Then saith the woman of the Samaritan unto him, How is it that thou, being a Jew, askest me of of me which I am a woman of Samaria for the Jews have no dealing with the Samaritans Jesus answered her I love the way Jesus answers her question he he, he evades the critical questions Uh, uh, he doesn't address that question she has this woman is a typical sinner and the fact that any time a sinner starts getting convicted to the point they're about to be converted, any time a sinner gets close to the Lord Jesus Christ, getting pointed to the saving grace, uh, they immediately start trying to get you off trail. They they try to sidetrack. They say, what what about your religion or, or my religion? Did Adam have a navel? Where did Cain get his wife? They, they start asking these questions, uh, uh, is evolution real or not? Everybody wants to ask questions that lead to no answers, and we see that. They try to get this subject going to heaven. You're going to go to hell if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knowest the gift of God and who it is that saith to thee, Give me drink, thou wouldst have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. The woman said unto him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep, from hence thou hast thy living water. Art thou greater than our father Jacob, which gave us the well, and drank thereof himself, and his children, and his cattle? Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst, but the water that I shall give him shall be in a, him as a well of water springing up into everlasting life. The woman said Sir, to him, Sir, give me this water that I thirst not, neither come hither to draw. Let us pray. Father, we just thank you, Lord, for all that you've done. We thank you for each heart that's here. Help us to be what we need to be. Help us to take the word and apply it to our lives, Lord, that we are a child of God. Lord, empty myself and fill me with thy spirit. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. You may be seated. Would, Would it be all right if I go ahead and just read the rest of it? It would it be, I mean, uh, some of you probably say go ahead because I haven't read my Bible till this week. Uh, I'll just catch up when you just uh, read it. So listen to that. He said, The woman said unto him, Sir, give me this water that I thirst not, neither come hither to draw. Jesus said unto her, Go and call thy husband and come hither. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said unto her, Thou hast well said, I have no husband. For thou hast had five husbands, and whom thou hast is not thy husband, and that saith thou truly. The woman said unto him, Sir, I perceive that thou art a prophet. Our fathers worshipped in this mountain, and said unto the Jerusalem, Is this the place where men ought to worship? Jesus said unto her, Woman, believe me, the hour cometh when ye shall neither in this mountain nor at Jerusalem worship the Father. Ye worship, ye know not what. We know that we worship for salvation is one of the Jews. But the hour cometh, and now is when the true worshipers, we talked about that, the true worshipers. If he mentioned there's the true worshipers, there must be some false worshipers out there. And I believe I know some of them. For the Father and Spirit and truth, you must worship the Father and Spirit and truth, for the Father seeks such to worship him. God is the spirit, and that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. The woman said unto him, I know the Messiah cometh, which calls Christ. When he's come, he will tell us all things. Jesus said unto her, I that speak unto thee am he. And upon this came his disciples and marveled that he would talk to this woman, yet no man said, What seekest thou or why talkest to this woman? The woman then left her water pot, And went her way into the city and said unto the men, Come and see a man which told me all things that I've ever have did is not this to Christ. Here here on this particular day, Jesus meets this weary, worn out sinner. It's evident by reading her story and listening to her conversations with Jesus, it's evident that she was just fed up with life. She's fed up with getting uh, done wrong. She's fed up with uh, getting doing wrong. She's fed up with uh, every road that she turns down trying to find some happiness and it winds up into a dead end. She's fed up. She's worried. Every search she had for love, she always searched in the wrong places. Everybody she picked out to be her prince charming is the one that's going to make a difference in in her life winds up no helping in her heart. I'm sure after five husbands and living with a man, she ain't the only one that's had her heart broken. She has done some of the heart breaking herself this morning. And here's what we find that she she's been looking and searching for something. She doesn't know what it is. She's been trying to grab a hold of something that is real, but religions have left her empty. Relationships have left her empty. Her own self righteousness has come up to a zero in her life. But on this day, she is going to get more than she ever asked for. She's going to get to more than just what she's looking for today. I find that Jesus specializes in giving more than what we ask for. He gives us more than we ask for. He, he gives us more than we're looking for. He gives us more than we could ever dream of. In fact, the Bible said He's able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think. He always gives more. Here we find in their conversation, she, she thinks she knows something. Over and over she tries to tell him everything that she knows. She knows that Jews are not to have a relationship or dealings with the Samaritans. She knows that, that the well is deep. And she's not going to, he's not going to be able to draw anything out with it. She knows that Jacob was great. But she don't know this man. She knows the Messiah is coming. She knows a lot of stuff. Can I say a lot of us this morning know a lot of stuff. But there's some things that she doesn't know this morning. There's some things that uh, preaching on, if you, if you only knew. There's there some things that, it, that if she did know, some things that you may know. If you are without Christ this morning, there's some things you should know if you only know. She knew that she was thirsty. That is why she came to the well. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure it out uh, uh, why she came to this well. She was thirsty. She, she needed something. But we find she gets to this well. that ain't the water she's actually craving this morning. Because after verse 14, Jesus said to her, give, give out this water out. Uh, you won't come back to this well again. Uh, you'll never thirst again. It's everlasting water. He's given out, springing out in her forever. And then she said in verse 15, sir, give me this water that I thirst not. She knew that she was thirsty. She knew that her life was empty. She knew that her life was dry. She knew that she needed more than just physical drink from Jacob's well this morning. She doesn't know exactly what it is. She knew that uh, down deep in her soul, uh, she was dried and thirsty. Everything in this world that she's been grabbing hold of, trying to fill up that spot, spot in her heart, just left her dry and thirsty. She's thirsty. She knows she's thirsty. But she doesn't know what she's thirsting for. Some of y'all this morning uh, you may be here same shape that she's in uh, yeah, maybe you not, maybe won't admit it but uh, maybe you're dry you're thirsty you're, you've been searching you've been looking you're trying to find things your well is going to quen- uh, dried dry it out uh, but can I tell you to quench your thirst in this life it's not in smokes it's not in drink it's not in drugs it's not in religion religion will let you down She was searching. She was looking for something to hold on to. And I can say that some of us this morning are searching for things to hold on. She knew she was thirsty. She knew she was tarnished. Verse number 9, she knows that she's a Samaritan and he's a Jew. The Samaritans are not to have dealings with the Jews because they were considered half-breeds. The Jews did not want nothing to do with them. They stayed away from them in all their traveling, all the business. She not only knows that she's a tarnished because of who she is, she knows she's tarnished because of what she has done. Jesus is the, is the one that highlights the fact that you're right when you, you said you have no husband, but you've had five. And the one you got is not your husband. Jesus highlights her life right there and all her disappointments and all her uh, messing up in her life. Jesus highlights that for her. And he confronts her with her sin right then and there. Can I say this mindset that Jesus never confronts sinners about their sin is foreign to the Bible? I find that every sinner that Jesus confronted, in some shape, form, or fashion, uh, uh, about the uh, the tarnishes of life, he pointed out. He highlighted their need for him also, and he highlighted the bad shape they were in. He said frequently, the people uh, that came to him, go and sin no more. Highlighting the fact that, that they had a tarnished life, uh, uh, they had a tarnished lifestyle, and here they're trying to remind, remind this woman needs something more than just physical help and physical drink from the well. Has anybody ever walked in and said, you know you're thirsty? And you, you know your life has been tarnished this morning. No one has to point out your past. you know your past well. The Holy Ghost can prick your heart and say, "Hey, don't you know that, that you're not right, you know you're not doing right to, it, it, you know, if you listen to the Word of God and it gets holy, the Holy Ghost will speak to your heart and say, "That ain't right. Uh, you're, you're tarnished, your life is tarnished. You know that you're dry and thirsty as this woman. Can you be honest enough to do a look at your life and say?" I see Jesus. And if Jesus could see me, what would he point out to my life? She knows that she's tarnished. She knows that she's thirsty. She knows that she's tarrying. She's stalling. Jesus told her of of her tarnished life. He pointed it out. You had five husbands, and the one you got now is not your husband. But watch what he does in verse 25. The woman said to him, I know the Messiah has come, which is called Christ. When he has come, he will tell us all things. In other words, she's saying, I'm waiting for another day. I'm waiting for another day to get my life right with God. I know somebody is coming. Uh, one of these days there's somebody coming and when he shows up uh, then I'll get right then. Uh, when he shows up I'll, I'll, I'll give my life to right then. Let me say to you this morning if you're like this woman you're waiting for that perfect time you're waiting for that right moment to, you're waiting for the bells to go off you keep on waiting. The Bible says for the day is the day of salvation. You just might miss the boat. I'm going to sow my wild oaks. I said that. I don't want to get right. I don't want to go to church. I have to do all the things. I want to live my life the way I want to live. I want to do my own thing. I want to live my own life. I'm going to enjoy myself. Now, I'm telling you what I said. I don't know what you said. Yes, I've heard the Bible truth. I heard the preachers preach. Yes, I see there is a need in my life, but I'm not going to take it right now. You better come when you're called. You better come when God calls. If God wants you this morning, some of you are just stalling. I'm not going to get my life right. I don't want to live that kind of life. I've got things out where you're just stalling. You're trying to make it just like this woman. She keeps throwing out excuse after excuse after excuse. There are a lot of things she knows. But there's a lot of things she doesn't know. There's a lot you might know this morning as well. Preaching out of this text. If you only knew. If you only knew. What are the things that she doesn't know? What are the things that, that if she only knew is, she only knew something surrounding this visit with the Lord. If only she knew he who he was. What he was. What he was trying to give her. How would it turned out? She wouldn't have tarried. She wouldn't have give an excuse. If she only knew how good it would be. How good. Let me just say this. I've looked back in my life. Uh, I've seen the times that I lived my life. I've done my thing I want to do. Uh, and I look back in my life after I got saved and I back and I said, if I only had known it had been so much better then. If I only could have known how better off. If this girl knew how much better off she would have gotten saved right back in verse number four. She wouldn't have done this. She would have got it right then. If she only had knew who she was dealing with. You would have ran to him. If you only know. If you only know. You'll run to him. You're saved and born again. You look back to your former self. Man. If I only knew what it was like. I've heard. We've heard testimonies. We've heard people talking to Sunday school one of Their lifestyles and everything. Only if I had knew. Then, what I know now. If I knew then, what I know now, I'd have got, I'd have been walking this life a long time ago. I wouldn't struggle back, but you know what? I figured this way. God said, you know, you're going to have to walk this way in order for me to bring you the way I want to bring you. So what are the things that she didn't know that might help us this morning? First of all, if she only knew the plan of God. Long before she ever showed up at the well, long before she ever saw him, Jesus had already saw her. Long before she got up and made her mind to go to the well, Jesus had already made an appointment to be at that well. To meet her when she got there. Watch no, verse 3 and 4. He, he left Judea and departed again into Galilee, and he must needs go through Samaria. This is the only time in your Bible that he says he must needs to go. He didn't say that he just decided to go. Well, I just think I might go. No, he said, I I must need to go to Samaria. Jesus said, we're going through Samaria today. Now, I don't know if you study your Bible, I don't know if you read all of it, but if you read the rest of the Gospels, you will find that Jesus never stops at Samaria. You'll find where Jesus goes through Samaria time and time again, but you'll never find in your Bible where Jesus stops in Samaria until here. This is the only time he stops. I made I thought and wonder why was that? Why was Jesus stopping here? In fact, he told his disciples when he sent his disciples out, he said, Go out into the way of Gentiles and into other cities of Samaria, enter you not. He told him, Look, he sent them out two by two and said, Look, you can go to this place, but do not go to Samaria. Can you imagine how confused his disciples were when Jesus said we need to go to Samaria? He said, wait a minute, you told us let, when we went out, don't go there. Lord, why are we going there? The, they worship their own gods. They got their own way. They're no good. They're, they're, they're mean. They're nasty. There's nothing good about them. There's nothing good around there. I need to go there. And I got to thinking about it. The reason why he said, I need to go there, there was one person. One weary, thirsty, tarnished, sinner. He said, I've got an appointment with. Isn't it interesting? Jesus never passed this way before. And I find in the Bible, he never passes this way after this. This is the one and only time that he passes by in Samaria. That tells me this lady This woman at the wheel has got one shot of salvation. One shot. She's got to get it right here. She's got to get it right now. Because if you don't, if she blows it, then it's all over for her. She's got this one opportunity to meet Jesus. If she doesn't meet him this day, she will never, ever meet him. Some of you this morning have your chance. You never realize when you got out of bed this morning, somebody was putting a plan in fact for your life, putting the puzzles, uh, pieces of the puzzle together again, fixing them together so that you meet here. It's not by accident, not by coincidence, that you showed up at the, at the well of God, and the rock is sitting on the well, And he's here to redeem this morning, just like this. I'm glad that Jesus will go out of his way to get a sinner. His plan's amazing. He will will go out of his way to get one sinner. You read the Bible in Luke and Matthew, Jesus got into the boat. He said, let's go to the other side. And as soon as they got to the other side, that demon-possessed man came running to him. He got saved. He was at the feet of Jesus in his right mind. What happened right after that? They got back in the boat left because they rejected him. We went back to the other side. They went and received Jesus. And they went through that storm that day. I find Jesus walking through the town, Zacchaeus, and he stopped and looked up at the tree. And he looked up the tree and said, Zacchaeus, come down, go, I'm gonna abide in your place, one sinner. I finally he was walking to Jairus' house to raise Jairus' daughter. And there he was a multitude around him. And and he, and he and the lady reached out and touched him. And he said, I perceived the virtue to go out of my body. How can you know that? All these people around you, he reached one person. I'm telling you, he will come where you at. To, it doesn't matter where you're done, no matter what you're doing. Jesus yeah. will come to where you're at, even if he's just you. When I got saved, when my life got right, I was the only one there that night that laid upon the altar. I'm telling you, Jesus will go out of his way. For those who are in dire need, this woman had a problem in her life and she needed help and Jesus was the only one that could reach her and help her. Can I tell you this morning, Jesus is passing by your way. If you only knew the plan of God. He's putting those pieces of the puzzle together. There's been times preacher has preached his heart out and give the invitation. You only see one person come to the altar. There are many others like him, but only one person come to the altar. It reminds me of the Valley of the Dry Bones. They didn't come. They were dried up. If they'd only knew the plan of God. Do you know the plan of God this morning for your life? When you look back in your life and you see the plan of God and how God orchestrated things and arranged things in your life. This morning maybe you hear and the plan of, has been set in motion if you only knew the plan. She knew a lot of things, but there are some things that she did not know. She did not know the plan of God. If she knew his power, what do you mean power? What can, what can he do in your life? Look at verse 19. The woman said unto him, Sir, I perceive thou art a prophet. Can I say this much more than this morning? Listen, a prophet can reveal, but a prophet can't redeem. A prophet can foretell, but a prophet cannot forgive. A prophet can preach, but a prophet cannot pardon. There's a big difference. She said, I just think that you're you're here to reveal some things, uh, foretelling some things, uh, preaching some things. That He said to this woman, if you only knew, I am not here to to preach. I'm not here just to reveal. I'm not here just to foretell. But all those past mess ups in your life, I can redeem all of those. I, I, I can forgive you all of your sin. I, I can pardon all of your mess-ups in your life. He said, she said, if you only knew the power that I have. Listen, he knew all about the hidden things of her life. She hadn't told him. Yet still, he has the power to forgive her all the hidden things of her life. I'm so glad of that. Let's be honest with us. Some of us sitting here, we got some hidden things in our life and we do not want nobody else to know about, but God knows about them. Yeah. And even those things that we just, just cringes our hearts and, and makes the blood roll up inside of us, that if anybody was to find out about it, you just pull yourself in a hole and pull the dirt on top of you. God already knows about it, and he said, I will forgive you of that. Amen. Praise God. I'm a New Testament version of the Old Testament prophet. I'm revealing things to you. I'm foretelling some things to you from the Word of God. I'm preaching to you. I'm not telling you nothing that isn't already been told from this book. But I cannot pardon you. I cannot forgive you. Listen to me. If you knew about who he was. What if he knows about my life? Yeah, well, he knows about your life already. Listen, if you knew about the things in my life, you probably wouldn't pardon me. Of course, if I knew about the things in your life, I probably wouldn't pardon you either. I probably wouldn't either. But this woman, Jesus, tells her everything that's wrong in her life. And she said, said, the man knows everything about me. But Jesus said, if you know the power that I have, I can forgive you your past mess ups, your mistakes in your life, the sin that you got in your life. I can forgive you from that. I can pardon you from that. Even those secret things in your life. Evidently, she was ashamed of her life. Because when he said, go call your husband, she said, I ain't got one. Kind of hiding some stuff out, ain't you? But he knows all about it. He knew the the name of each one of those fellows that she was married to. He knew something about all those, about you and I. But he says, I can cleanse you. I can wash away everything you have. You don't have to wait to the very end of the service to get right with God. You can come to the altar. You don't got to wait to the altar call if God is dealing with your heart and God is pricking your heart and says, I've got some stuff in my life. I've got to get it out of my life. And Lord, I can't do it myself. I need some help. Won't you just come to the God and say, Lord, here I am. He already knows. He wasn't trying to hold her back. He wasn't trying to hold it back from her. He said, I'll just give you, if you only knew the power, that miracle-working blood of Jesus this morning, if you only knew something all about you and forgive you all your things. Not only sees, but if he gives all this this morning. You can walk out free and spotless this morning because he can. She almost strikes out three times on who Jesus is. She starts out thinking, well, this is a man. you you, you greater than Jacob? No, you're cold. You're cold. Well, you, you're a prophet. I perceive you're a prophet. I think you're a man of God. You're getting a little warmer. Getting a little warmer. But you still missed the point. You're still striking out. Then she said, tell me if I'm getting close. I heard the Messiah is coming, which is called the Christ. And he comes, he'll tell us all things. Now she's hot. And Jesus said, I that speak unto thee. Am he. And that should have hit her right there. I'm, I'm the one you're talking about right there. I'm the one you're talking about. She finally lands on the right one. The only one that could help her this morning was Him. And the only one that can help you this morning is Him. If you only knew it, how many times have you done it over and over? Amen. But you walked out. Not asking. If you only knew the power and the plan of God, if you only knew that that was God has in store for your life, if you only knew you get cleansed. Can I say this? If she only knew the peace of God. Look at the peace that He provides for this woman. They get done speaking in verse 28, and the woman left her water pot. I've heard different preachers preach on this the woman leaving that water pot. Well, I'm just, let me just give you my short version of that water pot. That water pot represented all of the things in her life and the world. she had to keep coming back to that with that water pot over and over and over and over. She had to keep coming back water pot. When she left that water pot meeting with Jesus, when she left there she says I'm leaving the world behind. All the things in my past, I'm leaving it behind. I'm going somewhere else. I've got something better than you. I'm just going to leave that water pot right there. I'm not coming back to pick it up. I'm just going to leave it right there. Let me tell you what, when Jesus gets a hold of you, you You'll drop your path you'll drop the world look what she comes for if she if you read this right she comes to lower the pot in the well to get some water to take back to her house but we find that she leaves what she comes with and runs back with something a whole lot better we find she finally comes to this place. She she is not looking for anything from this world to satisfy her anymore. She's leaving the water pot indicating I'm not looking for anything down here no more to make me happy. I'm leaving it all behind. I found something sweeter than this water that's right here. I found something more wonderful than another marriage. I found something more that helped my soul out this morning. She found the peace of God that sprung up in her soul that gave her something she could never had before. So many young people run to the well of the world of liquor drugs that ruined their lives. But thank God He still can redeem them and cleanse them this morning. If they only knew the peace of God that passes all understanding. I find she got such peace that she keeps it to herself no she's found so much peace she cannot keep it to herself you look at verse 28 she she left the water part now she's uh dealing peace and went her into the city and said unto the men not just the men she's living with but all those that she was married to she said come and see a man which told me all things that i have did is not this to Christ. Ain't it amazing she went back and to told those men, those men in her life that maybe had been a bad marriage or so, uh, it might have been on one part, on the other part it wasn't working out, uh, maybe there was some bad breakups, there was some bad blood. Uh, I know some people that say I'm saved but I don't want them over there saved because I don't like them. That's not what she's saying. I don't care how bad it was in our marriage I don't care how bad, you need something that I've got. You've got to come and see what I've got. You've got to get a t- taste of what I've got. Let me tell you what, every sinner in this world needs Christ and you're the one that can tell them. She's running to tell all the people, look I've found something. Ain't that amazing she went and talk, told all those men. She runs back to all those men and said I know that our past has been bad. But I'm telling you I've got something that I want my enemies to get a hold of. You gotta come and meet this man. This guy, it's the real salvation where you want your enemies to get saved. It's real salvation with those you don't like. You want to tell them about Jesus. You want to invite them to church to get right with God. That's real salvation, not this no show salvation or hope so salvation. That's real salvation for God to reach in your heart, to prick your heart, to love those that don't like you. you need Jesus Christ and she started saying the same thing that Jesus was telling her all along if you only knew (laughs) if only y'all knew look at verse 39 let me show you this this is perfect here it it shows you what somebody has lived the life of depravity a life that was wrapped up in sin, wrapped up in self, wrapped up in world, and just, the, just heading down the wrong path. It shows you what somebody can be when God really gets a hold of their life and turns their life around and then understand uh, that all my past has been forgiven, it's been washed away, I don't have to remember no more, I've got something greater than It shows us that in verse number 39. And many of the Samaritans of that city believed on him for the saying of who? The woman which testified, He told me all that ever I did. Well, that's, that's salvation. Then it's in verse 40 it said, When the Samaritans were come up unto the besought him that they would tarry with them, and he abode there two days. And many more believed because of his own words and said unto the woman, now we believe not because thy saying, for we have heard him ourselves and know that this is indeed the Christ, the Savior of the world. You see what happens? She said, y'all, got I only knew what I met. You see what I ran into. You see what I've got. You know my past. They knew her past. They knew what she was like. They knew that she was a sinner. but said, nah, you've got to see what I've got. Now, it's no longer a crazy woman. It's something different living inside her. But can I tell you this morning, I'm standing here yelling at you, if you only knew, if you only knew. Just give them a try this morning. I don't care where you may be here saved this morning. You may have been here, so long. I've been saving an awful long time, but my life has been dry. I've been having to go back to a well and I just can't get nothing from my soul. You, you may be here this morning, you may be like some we talked about this morning, Sunday school class, those great pretenders, uh, uh, counterfeit, Christians, you say you're a Christian but your life is not really that. You may be here like that this morning and maybe it's just time for you say, Lord, I want to come clean. I want to tell you what my heart is. You know why? Because He already knows your heart. You ain't got to try to hide it from Him. He already knows your past. He knows your future. He knows everything about you. You ain't just come and say, Lord, I want to get it right with you today. I'm tired of being dried. I'm tired of trying to fake it. I'm trying to walk that way. I'm tired of it. I'm gonna lay my water pot down and I'm not going back to it anymore. Amen. If you only knew. If you only knew. If you could be like this woman, God touch your heart, and get you right, you'd be out in the world telling everybody, if y'all only knew. If y'all only knew, you'd be down Walmart. Hey, y'all wouldn't be shopping on Sunday morning. You'd be shopping at the right place, and that's the house of God, because you're dealing out the Spirit of God. You can get some water down there. You won't have to buy no more. Praise God. Water is expensive nowadays, but this water's free, free. But you got to come. You got to come. You've been dipping into the well. Have you been dipping in the well? ain't getting nothing out of it. It's time to come. Time to get our life right with God. The woman at the well, I'm quite sure she's probably worse off than everyone in here. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm just saying. But God said, hey, I'll cleanse you. I'll make you whole again. I don't care where you at in your life. I don't care how long you've been saved. We've got some things in our life we need to get right with God. You say, well, I, I, I'm, I'm like him. I want to li- sow my wild oats, but I really give my life to lot. You better call because this might be your one and one only chance to get saved, to get right with God.